Encrypt my name in the book of life Raft the wave, surf the slip and slide Rock the sways, try the different strides Dropping flames, came to liquefy my weight up My weight up, I've been on my way up Let's go, let's start with a prayer um, to start off this podcast session. Let's bless this podcast for the world and everyone else to hear. Um, if you want to start uh, being uh, with the prayer and then uh, Anthony and, you know, I can lead off from there. Father God, I just uh, thank you for this group of brothers. Thank you for this podcast that you're setting up. Uh, first and foremost, we just want to thank you for what you did for us. And uh, just use our voices tonight and um, let us bless the folks that hear it and the multitudes that are going to come flocking to your light, Father God. And we just thank you. <clears throat> Father God, thank you so much for everything you've given us, Lord. Continue to watch it over, over us in every way and uh, bless us uh, as we uh, spread your word, Lord, as we spread your seed. And uh, allow us to continue to uh, stay positive. And spread that truth and wisdom through your name, Father. In Jesus' name. Watch over us. Allow us to be the Amen. In the Amen. You. Amen. Amen. What's up, boys? All what's right. up? What's up, man? Hey, what's up, family? Good afternoon. I would like to start introducing my guy. Uh this is uh this podcast is gonna be called the uh books, the book of life podcast. Uh mm. so it's gonna it's gonna mm. it's gonna be That's it's good. gonna be That's really good. deep. It's going to be deep. It's going to be uh, all about uh, spreading the truth, wisdom, and positivity. Um, it's, uh, you know, I think it's going to really break, uh, get into the uh, barriers of breaking down um, every individual, allowing people to open up and become themselves and uh, express, you know, really how they feel. But at the same time, introducing hip-hop, too, in the culture of what we do. So um, I would like to start by introducing... Um, my boy um, Anthony, aka Honesty. What's 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 the what's the gifs and the haps with? Uh, yeah, give honesty. us your testimony. Yeah. Let's uh, well, so anyways, you know, I'm you know, just a normal guy, I guess. Uh, grew up definitely grew up in a different situation than a lot a lot of people, though. Um, in regards to the fact that you know, kind of like we were talking about earlier. Um, all I really know of like my family upbringing for the most part was Christianity. Um, when my dad wasn't a pastor or rather before my dad was a pastor, he was a Christian school teacher and no jabs. This is not, you know, shade or anything. It's just my existence. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I'll definitely keep coming back to that, but I, I usually start out with that so that people understand like a lot of my different like viewpoints or experiences or the lens that I experienced things through was like a pastor's kid. Um, grew up in the, you know, definitely a reformed non-denominational type of bubble. Um, okay, and you are on the West Coast, right? Yeah, pretty much have lived my entire life on the West Coast. So okay. I was born in Arizona, and about the time I was about two, maybe in between two or three years old, we moved to California. Um, and we moved to like central to northern California, around like Modesto area. Um, if you don't know where Modesto is, Stockton is also very close to Fresno. Um, so 
definitely uh if you're from that area you know it's not like the nicest area it has um some nicer parts that are like out in what we'll call the country maybe uh the rural areas um but like in town it's definitely kind of a little bit rougher part of california so um, you're and your folks were from out there too or is that like um where you're well, i mean i guess your father like he you know since being a pastor and stuff was he from out that way too so yeah that's kind of how that story goes is okay. to try to keep that part of the story shorter um so mom and dad met while they were in Arizona, dad was going to Bible college. Mom is from Arizona. And, what Bible college, uh, if you don't mind me interrupting and asking? Man, I don't remember what it was. It was like South Southwestern something, something, something that actually ironically ended up turning into the Bible college that I ended up going to, which is called Arizona Christian University. Which My wife is went where, there. Wow. Bro, that's where my wife works now. So Wow. Um, Small world. So yeah, um, forgive me uh, if you hear me smacking around, I'm eating dinner. Um, but yeah, so like, it's always been, uh, it's always been my experience. And, you know, again, we'll get to maybe a little later, like wrestling with the aspects of like growing up with. Hey, you got three this. minutes, bucko. You better hurry. Right. Up. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, by the time I finish this, by the pasta. <laughs> All right, so so all right, your folks are from Cali. You're from Cali. They met in Arizona. Uh, yeah, my, my dad's from Cali. My mom's from Arizona. And then they um, moved to, back to Cali with you. Yeah, they they moved back to California, and dad was a, a Christian school teacher there. Mom would substitute a lot, but she was also like stay at home mom because again, like I'm I'm 33 years old, so I hit that like generation where. Like I still kind of grew up. Are you still at home with mom? <laughs> you know, okay, okay, no, okay. I'm not. No, but again, like to allude to that like statement, like I did, I grew up in a generation where a stay at home mom was a little bit more normal. Yeah. Um, my brother's still trying to go home. He's about your age. So I grew up, I'm blessed to have grown up in a family where um, both of my parents have always been like happily married good and bad um, till this day and uh, so anyways like yeah we moved out to California when I was around three years old um, probably lived there for like three years or so I want to say yeah I was probably around eight years old maybe when we moved to Texas for a couple of years um, we bounced around a lot when I was younger it felt like um, never really got to establish myself too much like a lot of people like my brother and sister um were able to grow up a little bit differently like they had friends that they had for what felt like a lifetime if that makes sense um like through grade school and all that stuff and i didn't really get to experience that like i did obviously you know especially with being in a generation that kind of came about with the internet blooming and everything um always kind of had the opportunity to stay in touch with people from all of my different paths in life. But, uh, it's yeah, just different, you know, yeah. it's just different. Yeah. So like I, uh, I went, I went to like pre-K in a different state than I went to like, uh, okay. 
grade school in a different state and then or actually i went to grade school junior high and high school in california that was like my longest tenure um but again i bounced around a lot because we were like out in the country uh and then there was that school then that school was like really bad and i ended up getting home homeschooled and i ended up going to one of the public schools then i ended up getting in trouble then i ended up homeschooled again you know what i'm saying like i just bounced yeah. around a lot to the so. troublemaker, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know, if you know anything about like pastors, kids, they're usually the worst, notorious. Um, and we'll get into that too at some point if you want, you know. But uh, but yeah, so like I was in Modesto, then we moved to Texas. Still incredibly innocent in Texas, you know, just like a typical Jesus loving pastor's kid. Um, started seeing some weird things, you know. Um, Online wire. Um, edit that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as the editor in chief, I feel free to say those kind of things because I will remember to go back and take it. Do, out. Do whatever you will. Um, oh, no, but I, I definitely, I started to see some weird things happen in the church. Um, and what I mean by that is that, like, I started experiencing some of my first tastes of church hurt. And um, so my dad, this was the first time that he was a youth pastor. Um, the guy who had brought him into this position was like a college buddy of his. And to try to, again, keep a long story short, like there was just this huge divide that ended up happening in the church. I was a little too young to understand all the politics behind it. Um, I just remember some key people that like were on my dad's staff slash considered my dad friend, um, really like threw him under the bus when this like church split happened and like all sorts of weird stuff. Um, so we ended up moving back to California. Okay. Um, like, I remember being in the office in Texas. Um, all right, so this will throw you back if you're old enough to know what I'm talking about. I remember, like, looking at the CD album for P.O.D.'s Brown album mm. uh, while listening to my dad, like, apply for jobs in California. Um, so this was, like, one of the first times that my dad had ever applied for, uh, like, a church job that wasn't a connection from a friend. Okay. And so anyways, we ended up moving to a town called Chico and like my dad was gonna be the youth pastor and we were gonna move in with like the worship pastor out on his ranch. And it was just weird, bro. Like we went to this school that was like way out there and it was just like really kind of a culture shock for me. Um, I had, yeah, you're uncomfortable. I'm sorry. You're uncomfortable at, at that point. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, it's like, I'm at, this, I'm at this weird developmental age too. And I keep bouncing around. So I never really have like anywhere I feel really rooted. Um, and now we're getting to the age where like people are more likely to bully and whatnot, you know, like 12 and 13 and whatnot. Uh, well, maybe not according to Jay, but um, I was like, you're 17 at this point. You're 13 yeah. or 17. 
So you're I was 37. Animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but by your math, you're nearly 40. Yeah. Um, so um, this is like pre-junior high, right? Yeah. Um, and I just remember, like, I would get teased a lot. I would get teased because I wasn't allowed to go over to homie's houses and watch rated R movies. I wasn't allowed to stay overnight. Um, I remember this is where somebody, uh, one of my buddies, when I did get to go stay overnight at his house, he like introduced me to pornography and masturbation. Um, just weird, you know, just a weird time of life. I remember. Um, that's funny. Just, I was the same, bro. That's, that's crazy, bro. Like, Literally, my parents would let me uh, sleep over anybody's crib, and if, I mean, at a young and then, but when we moved to a certain, we moved to it was like the burbs of Massachusetts, and uh, it was a very similar story to yours, bro. Just with the just me, and then we were in sixth grade at that point. I mean, maybe fifth grade, um, but still, it's just crazy to to hear. Cause I have this, you know, it's a similar upbringing, bro. I mean, yeah. my dad isn't a pastor, but my grandfather was, and he always, I always lived with my grandfather until he pretty much passed. Um, okay. But yeah, so I, I feel that's dope. Yeah, continue, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, just was interesting moving from Texas to Chico, California with this like weird weight in the family. Um, from our like first experience as a family of being kind of burnt by the church, if you will. Um, and then it was cool, bro. Like growing up out in like the cut is a really neat experience, especially like back in the nineties. Um, we didn't really have tablets. We didn't really have like all these different things that kids have today. So like yeah, our bro, fun our fun, yeah, our fun was like going fishing out at the pond that we called the slough or like running through the orchards. We had like plum orchards all around us. Um, my parents bought us a trampoline. Um, like every so often my pops would like unplug the TV and put it in the closet for a period of time and just be like, there's three of you guys and you need to figure out how to like not only love each other but like play with each other like go have fun you know <laughs> yeah, figure yeah, it out and why are you watching this brainwash stuff yeah, all this brainwash pops. And this is why i like already uh who your pops is because even though y'all did get burned by the church he never gave up faith and he kept moving oh, never you know what i'm saying that's savagery right there bro well, that's, that's, you know, because he, 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 and that's why you're on yeah, yeah. One, one of my dad's Definitely one of my dad's best traits is perseverance and tenacity. Um, and where do you think you're getting Oh, for sure, bro. I'm so my dad. I'm so my dad. 100%. Anybody who knows me knows this is true. You're um, I mean, I'm definitely... <laughs> had to put it in there. Had to. <laughs> He's going to love it. Go outside your, your, outside but, uh, your yeah. video game. You know, what's that? I said, go outside, outside your video game, you know, enjoy, enjoy the, you know, you know, and that's what I tell my kids too. Yeah. You know, like, you know, that's why we have one TV, you know, in the house, you know, and that's it, man. I well, and that's all. what's funny. You say that Sarge, because like, that's the, that's exactly the generation that I'm from is like, it was right when AOL instant messenger and all these things were starting to get popular. And like the identity of a kid was starting to get wrapped up more in electronics and video games than it was outside. 
And so my dad really wanted to like kind of put a stop to that to a degree. And he would like, you know, I remember one, one Christmas getting like, you know, a new basketball hoop and backboard. And like when the razor scooters came out, we had razor scoot, you know, so there was this aspect too. I'll interject with that. Like you were had all the cool stuff. I mean, that's we were I'm never saying. poor, but we were never rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, our parents I know what you care of us, you know, like, and that's when we look, reflect back on that. It's like, you had the best stuff, bro. You were the cool kid on the block, bro. I remember kids had razors and stuff. I'm like, I want one of those. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I remember Big I destroyed facts, yeah. my shins with those stupid things, bro. Big trying, facts to do, too. <laughs> trying to be doing one of the spins. You jump and spin the bottom, destroy your shin. You hit the ground. Dude, Try it no again. Lie, I swear, I just saw somebody riding on like a. It wasn't a razor, but it was a newer razor. Razor, yeah, like seven or whatever. Probably electric Ooh, razor. One of those little electric razors. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. I mean, I'm talking the, about these the birdies or whatever they're called. Yeah, electric I heard, razors. I heard, I heard somebody whipping around today in one of those. I think a moped. Maybe. No, they were just driving around. Oh, you're talking about GoPed, dude. I remember oh, GoPed. We used to play this game called Fireball where we would like light a tennis ball on fire with gasoline and just like go out <laughs> in the street and like hit it back and forth. Oh, that's cool hands. right there. That's a pyro oh, okay. lifestyle that I would oh, live as a child. Stick ball, bro? Stick oh, ball. Yeah, Same stick thing. Ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. You take course. the we're like wooden dowel off of a, a broom and start doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, we were playing we were playing stick ball, like baseball, but it with a stick. With a bro. stick, yeah. On the street, you know, mm -hmm. bases and stuff on the street yeah, and yeah. stuff, man. That's old school. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Off the you wall. You guys ever play handball? Yeah, handball. Where you guys off the wall. Throw it at the wall. Yeah. And then if you don't if you don't touch the wall before someone else throws it, you get pegged. You got pegged with it. You gotta touch the wall before you get pegged. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. I just it, always got pegged. They, they, they had to ban that at my school because we got so savage with it, dude. Yeah, we call Straight it burn. Savages. We call well, it burn. See, okay, so I'll, I'll pop in for two seconds right there. Like, uh, music was always the place where I felt less bullied. Come on. Hmm. Music Probably was always the place where I felt. Probably because you're savage at it, bro. You're sick at it. Well, thank you, bro. Praise God for that. Like, and, and, and I'll interject for two seconds just to kibosh the praise and say that I would be a lot better if I wasn't so cocky and wasn't so filled with pride because there was a lot of times that I probably could have learned from some people where I just like kind of wrote it off and was like, oh, I could do that by ear, you know, instead of like learning how to read music and stuff and being humble mm -hmm. and, and really excelling in my craft. Um, but I digress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so around like junior high is also the same time that I like. So we moved out of the orchards, right? We moved out of the cut um, and we moved like into town. Dad still had the same job at this one church and uh, life was like really good and just going really good for a while. I was starting to do dumb things though. Um, just like that, again, I don't know what it is about being a pastor's kid. I think there's something about that, like, temptation of the things that you don't know. Um, and I just started, like, and again, partially because my dad was a youth pastor's kid, or, sorry, a youth pastor. Um, and so I was just, like, at a young age exposed to, like, all the trials and tribulations that teenagers go through. That's normal. And I mean... I think it well, it is normal. It is normal, but it's also not normal. Like, think about, um, think about not being a pastor's kid, and you being 
Think about the friends that you had that that had that had parents that you can go over and and, and smoke with and and stuff like that. Would we'll be throwing big like, parties and have beer everywhere. And you could Think just about go drink that. And they, stuff. They're already. They're already. You had. You had already. Uh. Uh. You were advanced already. If anything, because Covered. of what? Yeah, because of which, which is why I prefaced in. everything in the beginning. You know. So again, yeah, like I don't. Yeah, but yeah. you were getting in just, trouble. You no. Know, because. Give me, give me nothing, a little bit nothing, of grace because it's definitely nothing my hides nothing will you know? be everything comes to light bro that's why yeah. every you get in trouble with, with, with everything was in the light with these other folks so if they got mm -hmm. in trouble it's not like they got in trouble you know like with their folks their folks already oh, knew my like, mom you, used you, to say my mom used to say you can't get a, my mom used to say i can't get away with anything i was always the person who would get in trouble for everything you know, I mean, and I nothing... almost praise, I almost praise God for that, though. You know what I'm saying? For yeah, sure. I know what you're saying. <laughs> almost. You better praise God for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, almost about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and OK, all of that. All right. Who was who are you today? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's who's the you know, and we're kind of hearing it now. But like, where are you at now? You know what I'm saying? Like, how is everything? You know, what do you see differently now, even from a year ago or two years ago? You know what I mean? Oh, man. Just I think, man, that's a huge question because I've grown a lot here exactly. alone. Yeah, no. um, but uh, yeah, slowing down, listening to God, not being so full of myself, not feeling like I know everything, even though I've read it before. Come on. Um, actually praying humbly instead of so like I think a huge thing for me too was like praying for other people rather than just myself. You know, and 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 there's and there's people that are doing the complete opposite too, where they they pray for others and they don't pray for themselves enough. I want to jump in right there for a second because, like you said, you know, reading the word and not knowing like you act like you know everything. That's very relevant because, you know, God's word is a living word and it can, it can, it, it can pertain to you in different ways all the time, uh, in different moments, in different situations in your life. The Holy Spirit. So again, and that's like, I think it was funny that I asked earlier about like, you know, is tradition such a bad thing? You know, it used to be a huge tradition to memorize scripture. And I just think about the, excuse me, there's a motorcycle. I don't hear that. But, hey. um, uh, but there's just that aspect of like, I think about the couple of few scriptures that I memorized when I was younger and like the impact that it's on throughout the years. And like, as I matured, how it's definitely manifested in its different ways. And, like, how you know, I can't even imagine the guys who memorized cannons and all that, you know, mm -hmm. you know how easy, you know how easy it is to forget, even if you memorize, like <clears throat> you can memorize scripture for years and then still forget it you know like and what what reminds us is holy spirit holy spirit reminds us of what we've studied on what we've you know what i'm saying and, and stuff pops up to us like dang this is in the in the word and i just thought of this you it's know living word yeah and yeah but i think there is that aspect like i personally believe in that because yeah yeah it's we've tested it and it's solid there's no that you know what i'm saying there's no you have to, you have to, you have to test the word too. You know, we put it to the test, bro. You, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, is this real? You know what I mean? Like, well, what is this? How, 
how, how, how do people believe like that? Let me see what, what's going on here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you really are like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, okay. This is this. You well, know? I think that, okay, so hear me out here. I think that part of the reason that they say God's word is living or that it says that God's word is living because it transcended. Like There's something about reading it intentionally and humbly that it can't, you can't have it not affect, right? That's why it's hard to read. That's why it's hard for us to even open it. Hmm. Keep going on that for a second. That's the truth. That's, I mean... It's hard, it's especially for believers, you know. It, I don't it, think it's hard to open it and read it. it I don't. I, I crave it. I crave that knowledge. I crave that living word inside of my body and inside of my mind because it is Holy Spirit that brings it to me, but it's also my my fleshly mind that holds on to it and that memorizes those things. And Holy Spirit doesn't memorize it for me. My brain does. I, I implant those things. So when I run into these situations, Holy Spirit can bring it back up and say, remember right, what I told you. Remember my right. word. You know, yeah. so that's, that's that's where I stand with that. And no, and, and go ahead, Dave. No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. You were gonna say something. Nope, you go ahead. All right, so like I, my my analogy on that too, and 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 I'm I'm on it with Jay, and and I do understand where Anthony's coming from too, man. Um, it is hard for a lot of people to open up that Bible, even though they're believers. I see people at church. A lot of people don't come to church. They don't even come with their Bible in their hand. You know what I mean? Right. How many how many people do you see? That's a tradition. That's an old school tradition. You know, you go to the Bible, go to come to the Bible. When you come to church, make sure you have your Bible with you. And I since I was growing up so young with always make sure I go to church, I always had my Bible with me. And everywhere I go, my Bible stays with me. But even though my Bible is with me, there's times I don't open it. You know, but I you know, I do open it all the time. I open frequently. I read my Bible all the time, I read scripture, but the more of the story is that your Anthony's right as, as well when it comes down that people don't open up that Bible. How many, you know, or Boston, sorry, Marcus Wright, you know, how many people do um, really open up that Bible and read that? But I look at the Bible as the word is, is my word. Those words are like that sharpening stone for my sword, you know. My double-edged sword, baby. You know, and I if I don't read that, then how can I speak upon it? And yeah, we, you know, um, there's times it's hard, even as Christians and believers, it's already embedded into our spirit, embedded into us. And, you know, it's times, you know, sometimes your sword gets dull. Okay, your knife gets dull. You, How many times are you going to wood in some wood and you're going to wood in, wood in, what, you know, that knife is going to get dull eventually, dude. And it's not going to cut the way you, it, it cut when you first sharpened it the first time, you know. And if you keep sharpening it and keep sharpening it, keep sharpening, man, every time when you go to first use it, it's going to work right. And I look at that because I look at life simplicity, simple. When I go hunting and I go hunt my buck, I feel dress my buck. And if I bring that knife that I after, you know, when I went last year, I went, you know, and I and that knife is dull and I go feel feel dress that buck. Do you know how hard is it not only for me to cut, you know, feel dress that buck, but. You know, everything that comes along with that. So I'm always making sure I'm, rep you know, being repetitive. I'm always, you know, making sure that I'm always making sure my knife is sharpened. But that's also with my word. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, um, so, yes, you know, we're not perfect, though. You know, um, there's times, you know, I, I'll sit for a week, two weeks, three weeks, not picking up my Bible. And, you know, it's 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 that situation where being is right. You know, it's sometimes it's, it is hard. It's it is really hard to open up the Bible. You know, it's hard. It's sitting right there in front of you. It could be right there next to your bed and you're not even opening it, you know. Um, but that knowledge is true. And it's not 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 it's not that it's not valid. 
because I'm 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 a walking, you know, speaking, you know, victim of that as well. You know what I'm saying? Do you, so, do you mind if I jump in real quick? Oh, go ahead, brother. Repetitive actions make habits. So that's why I've forced myself to repetitively do it to get in the habit of it and to understand it. And that the is reason true. for that is because I mean even when Jesus Christ, God himself, was confronted by Satan in the wilderness, he spoke nothing to Satan besides the word. Mm -hmm. Every single word he spoke to him was scripture. He used his own word and his own sword against Satan, God himself. And if God mm -hmm. himself is going to do that, then what should I do? And then how am I supposed to do that if I don't know his word? Mm-hmm. Correct. When he comes at me talking with depression, with all these different things that are in this in this world right now, man. sorrow, like, sadness, that's... pain, everything. And you know? okay, so yeah. Even, even, like, what's another joy. what's even, another even, word that you said like less. repetitive action? What's another word for repetitive actions? Consistency. Have discipline. Discipline's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. And yeah. Christ constantly calls us to be disciplined and self-discipline and to have discipline in all the areas of our life. And, uh, you know, I just think I oftentimes when I when I think what's funny is like I'm not militant and all. I mean, like, like I have people in my family who did their service and everything. But that's just what I think about a lot of times when I think about like reading my word and whatnot. Like if you're just not adamant about getting up and doing it every day and making it a priority of sorts. Like Sarge talked about with like food regimen and working out and everything, like it's wake up every day. This is not going to be, yeah. Yeah, just not gonna yeah be I love like, how Sarge does it at the beginning of the day because it sets his day up for greatness. He's got my uh, Christ on his lips, on his mind, and he can approach everything with that. And that's kind of good. And I, I might want to switch up my regimen like that or even add it to mine because I do it before bed. So when I go to sleep and my spirit man is awake, because your spirit never sleeps, Amen. that it's surrounded with with the knowledge and the mind of Christ as well, with angels in his presence Amen. while I sleep. Amen. The reason why I do it again, the knowledge of me doing it is because of, uh, I wake up, every day is a new day. God gives you a new day. Who are you working for? Mm -hmm. Who are you doing this for? No matter what you're doing in your life and what you, you know, you, you know, your day, is, you know, is no matter, I don't care if, care if you're doing construction, if you're a police officer, if you're a coach, if you're a teacher, if you're a mother or father, what are you really doing this for? You know, what are you, what, what are you, you know, who are you really working for and who are you really, you know, honoring? And that's why I, the first thing I wake up when I, before I even wash the boogers out of my eyes is start sending those Bible verses. You know what I'm saying? And it's important to me. It's important to me because, it's, you know, I know that in the end of the day, you know, I'm still trying to earn my spot. I'm not perfect. So, the first thing I do is to sober, have a sober mind, knowing that, you know, my energy and my soul and my thoughts are focused on him. Even though there's so many crazy things that's going on in this world, um, it's important for me to spread those seeds. We are here mm -hmm. to spread seeds. That's our number one job is to spread seeds in the souls and minds. So I'm working. I have to work. I have to continue to send those Bible verses. And I believe that that's my number one job before I do anything else. You know, I don't care what my other job is. I don't care what my hobbies are. My number one job is to send that Bible verse to every single person. Send that word. Let people get sharpened up as well. You know, um, spread that knowledge. Yeah, I love that, dude. I love, I've been loving getting those from you in the morning because it really does. It just puts your mind on Christ first thing in the morning. When the first time I, first thing I do when I wake up, you know, I see Sarge's text of,
uh, the verses that he's been on and like what he what he's been reading and what's been on his spirit and you know it it really brings my mind and heart to Christ in that moment too and that's why I really like that and that's why I probably should you know it never hurts to add more of God into your resume amen, amen. I mean time is something that you manipulate your time is you know time will always continue until God stops it in this realm but I mean um what you make with your time is all up to you what your like beam was saying you know what are your priorities what 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 mark was saying so and my analogy real quick not so anthony can continue going but my analogy is well we're warriors bro we're warriors of christ we're soldiers and we right. and just as a soldier you know soldier has a starts as a private then he becomes a first you know first officer and then a lieutenant and then he becomes a first class lieutenant, and then he becomes a sergeant. You know, you got you got these ranks, and then just like a you know uh, you know a, you know crisis you know warrior, you know he has his armor, his shield. You know he doesn't have the he doesn't come in and just a knight, you know, ready to go. No, bro, he has to work. He has to work yeah. and earn those. He has to earn that knowledge. He has to earn how to fight uh, how to fight that spiritual battle. He has to learn how to fight that spiritual battle and that mental battle. There's attributes to that. So you have to continue to work for those things. And I think this is what this podcast is mainly about is, all, you know, this is what it is. Not only our testimonies, but, you know, this awesome conversation we're having with uh, with this group and with other people listening in. Um, is going to be amazing because it, it allows everyone to connect to God in a special way because mm -hmm. we're being real. We're being truth. You know what I'm saying? With ourselves, we're exposing ourselves from the raw within. And uh, that's that right there is authentic. And if people can hear that, they, you know, they can relate to that. They can express that. They can, you know, put that, you know, say, you know, what, you know, in the end of the day, then if if. Not if they can do it, I can do it. Let me go ahead and repent. Let me sit down on my knees and let me repent to God. You know, what? let me look in the mirror. And check yeah. myself, you know, and that's where that's where it all comes in, you know. So, you know, in the end of the day, we're all warriors of Christ, man. We're all warriors. We are, we're, we're children of, of him, of his. We're his children. And, you know, he called upon us to be warriors. And, and like I said, it doesn't just like, you know, you look at that, you know, that person, you know, that amazing warrior that fought in, in, in the battlefield, you know. He didn't have all his knowledge from the from the front jump, you know. So, freedom. <laughs> That's cool because my church was talking about that this morning. That we're not called to be lackadaisical, but we're called to be for the warrior in the kingdom of God. We're called to be warriors, not not watchers. You know? Exactly, so. exactly. But you may that, take our land, you know, but you will never take our freedom. <laughs> take know, our spirit. There's only a few people that that <laughs> hears upon that that's willing to listen upon that calling. That's that's that one percent yeah. of the, the that spirit realm that's really listening to you. You're that one percent, man. We're that one percent that's really listening, and you know, listening in, tuning in into that. Um, and it's special, you know. And I'm just praying. I'm praying. And uh, praying with all my heart and my might that uh, people can tune in as well and, you know, open up and, you know, take their Let the Holy Spirit move in their life. Amen. Come join the pot. Amen. Amen. <laughs> all right, Anthony, go ahead and finish up, buddy. Sorry, man, for cutting you yeah. off. <laughs> nice little detour right there. Yeah, detour. <laughs> little detour. Let Ant get, a, get some air. 
He's so full right now. Yeah, he, he just indulged. Yeah, was, he just indulged. Where I come so from, we call it Skeddy. He's indulging him, baby. Oh, yeah. I think we wrapped it up pretty good, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So before we wrap this up, though, I want to I wanna know real quick... Um, um, real quick, um, you know, where did you find What's yourself? Music? Where did you find yourself? There's music playing. No, he's saying, no, what, what he's about trying to music? make me plug myself. <laughs> um, where did you find yourself? That actually, that's uh, I was kind of get to that point, but where did you yeah. find yourself transitioning to, um, really bringing hip hop, hip hop? Your words, like, where did you find yourself where you started, you know, spinning your first lyrics and getting really, you know, into, you know, the rhythm of Christ in that whole realm in, in, in that state of mind um, and bringing that light? Where did honesty come from? Who is honesty? Where did where did you bring up that that superhero for, for the Lord that, you know, that that guy, that guy, you know, that, that Christ warrior, that Christ. Well, since warrior, you're 37 bro, now, uh, you, know you must have been what, like. I, I was mean, like 53 before, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you threw that cake. Oh, you were 53 when you started rapping. When did you become a vigilante? When did you become a vigilante? That's my. That, when did you have? When did you become a vigilante? You know, um, no, but seriously, man, I want to know exactly. Like, when did you have that moment of serenity? It's like, you know what? This is what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna do this right, and I'm gonna. This I'm gonna do it for Christ, and it's how I'm gonna spread that seed. No, no. I have a question. Yeah. How did you even become? How'd you get into hip hop? Did you start off Christian, or did you like? Start that's off, how, like that's, that's where I was. That's basically that's, that's basically where, where I'm at. Where I'm at with all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying? Same question. Same question. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. no, you're good, bro. Um, I originally started really liking hip hop. Again, like I said, when I was a kid, like that original Christian hip hop, uh, that like. Uh, what was, your first, what was your first? I know you're listening to POD. What was your first hip hop? What was your first hip hop? gonna take on anyone. What was your first hip hop Christian rapper that you ever listened to that you that that was like, all right, this is this is the you know this is the yeah you know was like that was the one you know what was the first rapper you so listened to that was really I, like okay? I think I think for that it was probably uh, T Bone. Okay. Okay, and where's he, where was he from? Like, Do you know KJ where KJ five two? Okay, 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 okay. No, okay. Um, so KJ five two. My dad had KJ five two come out for one of the youth events, um, and I was just enthralled, bro. I was enthralled. He was doing this like freestyle thing, throw me a word, and I'll do everything, and like, um. You know, again, I was like a young teenager. This was like hip hop was like a new thing. Um, this was also like my kind of way of being taboo to a degree sometimes with my friends was like listening to music I shouldn't be listening to. And that was usually hip hop or like this like rock and roll that had lyrical content that was like outside of Skillet and Thousand Foot Crutch, you know? Um, so yeah, I just like, I really, to be honest, bro, like, it was that T-Bone and that KJ-5-2, and then it was like this weird season where it was a lot of rock, but it was still like heavily influenced through like Linkin Park mm. and and other like Christian renditions of that. Um, 
And I would say that I just really fell in love with Mike Shinoda and his flow over rock and roll. Um, and I thought it was funny because somebody had posted like a meme or something the other day. Or no, I, I want to say it was even, uh, gosh dang it, I always forget it, uh, Mowgli the Iceberg. So Mowgli the Iceberg is a, a Christian hip hop artist. Um, and he makes some really neat music, but he's also like an old school emo head. Um, and he had posted something ironically like, okay, what did he say? Something like, how, how did Linkin Park being my favorite band growing up collectively make me fall in love with rock and roll, hard rock, hip hop, and electronic music? Yeah. Um, and that was definitely like me for sure, you know? Um, uh, I was telling Jay the other day as I was walking out, uh, my first secular CD that I ever purchased was a burn CD from a homie my freshman year of high school. And it was like Ludacris's. I want to say it was either Red Light District or Chicken and Beer. Oh, my God. Uh, oh my God. You know, I so. It was popping, but I mean. You know, that was. Anyways, so. Yeah, you know, just like I've always. I've loved music since always. I. Uh, when, you know how I was talking about bouncing around with school and stuff when I was younger. Uh, so, oh, that's a really good question. I do, okay, so some of my first memories of like writing hip hop stuff was in Chico. Um, so like my homies- You guys are just messing around and- So yeah, I like, I. I still have cassette tapes, bro, of like hanging the microphone in front of the uh, stereo and like setting it up to the little like four or eight track that my uncle had given us. And and just like going freestyle and bro, it's terrible, bro. If anybody if I ever die and that gets leaked, I'm going to be <laughs> all it's all shame, bro. It's all shame. Um <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, so, so, so what's really funny, what's really funny, here's, here's to get into the meat and the bones of it, right? So, um, I had, I had never really thought about writing hip hop before. Then I got like college age and I was like hanging out with my homies and we started freestyling and stuff, right? Um, and I'll never forget like, um, the first bars that I ever like wrote and recorded were to like a Drake beat. Um, and I want to say it was like, the best way to explain it would be like halfway Christian. Um, mm. It was still talking about some stupid stuff, but it definitely had that like, I know about Jesus vibe to it. Yeah. Um, and then it was just really interesting. This was like right before I started like giving my life back to Christ. Um, and then I just went through like, you guys kind of know my story a little bit. So, but for the podcast, like this is right when I started having like a change of heart. I started coming to Christ. When I started coming to Christ, like all those other things started coming with it, right? So like I started listening to the music that I was listening to and like, dang, bro, this like super hardcore death metal stuff is like not the best for my spirit. It makes me want to rage out and punch people in the face. And uh, and then like this Tech 9, bro, it just kind of makes me want to do drugs and like treat women not the best. Um, <laughs> the best way to say it. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So like, you know, that was my favorite, bro. Like I loved sec nine. I loved Chris Calico. Um, I wasn't really into the harder stuff that they did like horror core type stuff, but, um, 
trying to think of other artists that I was really into at that time. I, I was really on board when Usher came out with his couple of different albums. I really used to like Usher a lot. Um, so yeah, anyways, there was just this one point I remember, and it was actually about the time that I met my wife. It was just before I met my wife that I started. Like, okay, actually, I do remember. It was my old best friend. He had come up to Chico and introduced me to Lecrae. Okay. And uh, he played me praying for you. Okay. And okay. like the whole concept of the song is like he's praying for his homie that's like not walking yep. with Christ. And then yep. at the end, he flips it and he's like, no, I'm actually praying pray about myself. myself or yeah. praying for myself. Pray for yourself. Yeah. And bro, like that, that kind of wrecked me. Uh, and then like, OK, so then transition to where I'm like rededicated to Christ and I'm like in Bible college and I meet my wife and all this and I'm like, you know, uh, transitioning, like I stopped DJing. Um, I, I pretty much stopped listening to, I started to stop listening to secular hip hop. Um, and yeah, so I just started like putting Lecrae on Pandora and stuff. And here, and again, you got to remember, this is like, I got lucky. I got lucky. I came back to hip hop right when it was super juicy for Christians, you know, like um, this was like 2009, 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like right when Lecrae is like transitioning into having Reach Records and Reach Records is just a freaking machine. It almost has like a cult following. Everything that they're writing is like super theologically sound for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like um, they're really making christian hip-hop and and so it was like really good for me because at that time i was like in my spirit i was like lord if you don't give me something that's not freaking just as hard as what i'm listening to then i don't know if i could get rid of it you know like wow um, i ha- dude you're literally exactly the same time too it was the same time um and i had the same experience bro i said god how am I going to, I love hip hop. How can I not listen to hip hop? Like I need something. And I literally walked into my cousin's office and he was bumping Lecrae. I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. And literally it was Lecrae. The first one for me, bro, literally sparked me up and started, made me start writing, bro. So ah, I had, so here. I had, you know, like I had the Pandora Lecrae station and that's what like kept me lit and actually i want to say i ended up just changing it to the indio station and i want to say it's the same station i've been rocking for years now because uh, i'm old and i just rock pandora versus uh, spotify but what's really funny bro like i so lecrae was like cool and everything and like all the other guys who would come on like um I'm trying to think of some of the old heads that would come on what do you mean? Uh, no, no. The dudes who uh, used to be a part of uh, gangsters and stuff. Oh, you're talking about the cross movement guys? Yeah, yes, the cross, cross movement. Oh, Thank cross you. Cross movement is the people that I used to mess with, and that's my like my group that I've been. That cross movement was way before Lecrae. Um, Lecrae. So like uh, the truth and, and what's the other guys? Ambassador, the ambassador. You're talking about ambassador. Yeah, 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 Phoenix, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Phoenix, uh, so like Phoenix. uh, it was, so pretty much my my Lecrae Pandora station back Man. then was like the truth ambassador true Lecrae life. true life. Um, 
true life for sure. Um, I'm I'm missing a few names for sure, bro. But um, no, for sure, that was the one that popped up. But uh, and then and then you know, like definitely, he started introducing like Takashi or not. I'm sorry, Tadashi. Yeah, Tadashi. Um, yep. And then Trip Lee. And then, bro, where where I really broke into it was Andy Minio. Um, Minio's sick. Well, Andy Minio's, when, Andy Minio's from the East Coast. And he, had he, had, project, he had, he uh, had, Andy Minio was a big time industrial rapper already. He was already doing so many projects and doing all this other shit before he came into, uh, yeah, he stuff, before he came into Christian hip hop and stuff like that. But. He had a stage name and everything and all that stuff, but you know he really the way he found Christ is amazing testimony and story too, man. And he really like that's why he really impacted a lot of people because he made everyone he could, we all can relate to his yeah to his upbringing oh, yeah. and his oh, yeah. troubles and you know yeah, and everything moment. absolutely and then everything he came with was so hot fire. This is where hip hop started. Hip hop started in the East Coast, so you know he had that really nice deep East Coast you know, rap, and it was, you know, just bring everything, you know, and everything was so true, it was real, he talked a lot about his dad, you know, his, you know, that, I, right. you know, that really, you know, pushed him away, and a lot of things he did, but at the same time, you know, verbally abused him, you know what I'm saying, I mean, it was, it was, uh, you know, it, 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 he had a crazy upbringing, so, I mean, a lot yeah, of people can, wanted him to be an athlete, or yeah, something like a lot that. of people, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people can relate to him, and stuff like that, you know, um, and he was Italian kid, right? You know, so a lot of people can relate to that dude. And I think that's kind of where I connected personally. You know, like <laughs> not only that, no, for real. You know, like, oh, I thought you never. Were joking. No, I'm being. I'm. I'm. <laughs> you know, God. so there's there's not a there's not a lot of skilled younger Italian artists um, in the rap game. You know, especially on the Christian side of things. And so for somebody to come out and be like speaking about Italian culture and and all those different things, like any, yeah, thank you, Paisano's violin for sure, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just really healthy. It caught me in a really good place in my life and in my spirit and my wife as well. They used to come through Arizona a lot while we were going to Bible college. They used to come through on like the winter jam tours and like all these different things. Um, and it was really interesting. So again, like to try to stay on point, like uh, it was probably right around the time that Minio came out with, um, I had probably dabbled in some writing beforehand, but I started probably getting a little bit more serious around the time that Andy came out with Heroes for Sale. Um, is when I started like, oh damn bro, like this boy got it. Not only is he like talking about Christian stuff that's super relatable, but he's talking about worldly experiences through the lens of a Christian that are super relatable but it's still like unashamedly about Christ. And I was just like, bro, here's the thing. Like, and again, at the time you gotta know that I'm in Bible college and I'm also like um, mentoring and like on staff as a a youth worker at church, right? Um, So my heartbeat was kind of just like, bro, if I could give these young kids something better than Lil Wayne and like T-Pain and like all this stuff, you know, then let me go do that because like here I am, I, I was like going not only to school for Bible, but also for music. Um, so like if that's what God has gifted me in, again, you know, part of my story that I might not have interjected is that I've been in a musical family my whole life. I've been playing drums for like 
25 years. Um, yeah, so I've been writing for maybe f like seven years and like taking it seriously for like five um, ish. So like in, in Bible college, so this is like probably 2013, I met this dude named Howard and he just walked up to me after one of my music classes one day and like put headphones on my head and was like, check this out, bro. Um, and it was a beat, bro. And I was like, again, you got to understand, I had just come from California. I was like smoking weed a lot. And we used to do like freestyles at the parties and stuff. And somebody would just come out and like play beats. Or there would be a DJ at the party, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, like I had not listened to hip hop. Like I, you know, took a little bit of a hiatus of like li listening to hip hop um, and was like mostly listening to CCM, uh, like K-Love type stuff. Um, Cause I hadn't really found that Christian hip hop niche yet. Um, but anyways, like, yeah. What were we talking about? Sorry. This <laughs> season for work, but anyways, regardless, I mean, yeah. Um, that happens with everybody when you know if when you truly first like experience like to another level especially at an older age you know especially if you don't know what kind of music you're listening to you have to listen to worship music first i i truly believe that's uh and you still continue to listen to worship music and worship music's the best oh yeah you know and but the best thing is you know you you got the encourage to make worship music through hip-hop you know and that's mm -hmm. what we do you know so that's um that's that's awesome that's uh dude and i have we had our stories are so freaking similar it's scary bro it's scary mm. it's very scary it's not though it's just holy god it's called ordained boy confirmation exactly. well and it's crazy because like <laughs> although although, <laughs> although god has made us very much our own individuals there is common thread that i think a lot of people like to uh skirt under the rug you know what i'm saying even god designed us to be in tribes my friend and tribe is more than yeah. just you know it's a bond of people it's a spirituality bond so what's up mm. do we want to stream do we want to show share this song that we did uh walls of jericho real quick uh is that no nah. it's not done yet it's not done yet oh, oh okay hey if, I, if we're putting the song out it's got to be production quality yeah production. I just want to give him a little snippet, snippety snap. Give him a little hook. That sounded decent. Hey, that's what, right here. That's Do what it. God it. told Abraham. Give him a, <laughs> <laughs> a little snip. Hit him give with him the bars then, Bean. Kill your yeah. Do it, Bean. That son you waited your entire life for <laughs> over 100 son. years old. <laughs> take it up and make him an offering Give him to me. some bars, Bean. Kill your son. Kill your son. Good thing he's having a girl. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I wasn't talking to Jay. Wait, what, it was, wasn't it Abraham who God <laughs> yeah, told it, Yes. What are you yes. talking about? The talking father about. of nations. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Aunt took it a dark way. Bro. All right. Either way, can you send us um what? as soon as we're done with this podcast i can work on it deep i have a couple more things to finish yet on it i gotta i gotta time you, you up you just work on it on the surface you i don't this whole time bro i have yeah. not i have not been bro, i've been watching you look 
okay, bro. Bean fast forwarded my testimony, but like 15 years. Yeah. You must have been pretty old at that point. Pretty young. I was like 87, bro. Yeah. 87, bro. And Bean said, fast forwarded to when you were like 13, dog. Bro. Bro. Bro, he said. Bro. So, uh, so have you ever been in any any kind of uh you know altercations <laughs> in your life like you know any trouble oh always like i said earlier bro my mom used to say i can't get away with anything bro yeah I used we're, to get we're all, all the time yeah, we're all badass kids i'm assuming right that we were all yeah. really badass kids and then we became amazing men I, I'm, god I'm, save I'm, me from the fire <clears throat> i'm not speaking for myself though <laughs> uh, am I still messed up? Hell yeah, if that's yes, what you're asking, man. bro. Of course we all. I'm, 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 I'm definitely no perfect human being. There's definitely, in my personal opinion, of like theology and whatnot. There's, there's no plateau in life. There's no plateau in spirit. There's no ascension to like I'm gonna be perfect one day. Y'all gotta come up to this point. Um, you know that's an ever going journey for us. Um, at least on this side of life. Uh, so yeah, I might come off cocky sometimes, but yeah, I, I know I, I'm definitely like Sano Islands. A hot mess. I'm a hot mess, brewing on the stove. I think that's that's the that's the whole key. That if we admit that we are uh, not perfect, that we, um, you know, we are simple like that, then we can easily. So and that's. To interject really quick, like in the, I'll give you guys this as far as music. That's why in Bean song that we have together, Hakuna Matata, uh, I say, uh, what do I say? Uh, I talk about having my or the the hooks, like we're fishing, and uh, forgiveness is the bait. And what I kind of meant by that is like when you're hearing, you're listening to somebody's testimony. A lot of times what hooks you in is somebody's sin, somebody's pain, what they've been through, their story. Um, the bait, like what draws you into Jesus is the forgiveness um, that covers that sin, which is ironically what you do with the hook when you're baiting a hook. Um, so, and you know, fishers and men and all that hearty, har har, ha <laughs> ha. Uh, so yeah, you know, that's, that's, uh, definitely, again, my, that was always my intention is to give something to the younger generation that was a little bit more filled with wisdom than what they choose to listen to and had a little bit more Jesus. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. All right. That's awesome, bro. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. We talked about uh, your, uh, you know, your, you know, performing. Have you performed anywhere before? You said Have you done any performance? Yeah, so I I haven't really performed a lot as a solo artist, to be honest. Um, in God's timing, um, I performed a handful of times. I used to be a part, like I said, when I met my buddy um, back in Bible college. Um, we had kind of formed a hip hop duo uh, and he was producing and I would pretty much write a majority of the lyrics for both of us. And then we would perform together. 
Um, and then, yeah, you know, you get out of college, you guys have, everybody has kids for the most part and just goes about, you know, gets married, goes about their way. And uh, that's kind of what happened with the duo. And then I was just kind of tenacious, you know, I was like, I don't really want to give this up. I was really having fun. Um, we had performed a few times, both at like um, youth group events, and we got a couple of opportunities to perform at like uh, bars and stuff. Um, so it was just interesting, even though you got like nobody on the dance floor and you're getting the weirdest looks because of your content and whatnot. Um, it was pure ministry, you know, it was interesting. Um, so yeah, it's just like, that's kind of my background. Um, I performed a lot as a kid. I was always in like the church plays or the school plays yeah, and performing like, arts all these and different stuff, things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely a performer, uh, did marching band in the whole night. Um, so yeah, uh, always enjoy performing. I like to put on a show. Um, again, like I'm kind of along the lines. I really like propaganda and a lot of the stuff that he used to spit about excellence on his album, excellence. And just like, you know, God commands us to be top here. And, and that doesn't matter if, you know, we're performing or we're being a servant or, you know, God commands excellence in all things. So anyways, yeah. And so like, that's always been my journey as much as, you know, music is totally a growing experience, no matter how much history you've had with it. When you step into it to a certain degree, there's a whole new, learning curve and yeah definitely honest t has had a different learning experience than um uh, anthony we'll just say that you know growing up and learning music and there was a whole realm of that that was separate from stepping into like a public artistry platform if that makes sense uh, i played for a couple of bands when i was like college age um, but i was never in like social media um there was never like hey i'm hashtag this person in this band or anything like that at that time um so yeah it was just a different world and then stepping into this it was like it was just kind of neat um it was kind of neat to be able to work unto myself i guess um so your name honesty that's um i understand honesty but like uh is your is your name yeah yeah so no like i mean obviously there's the play off of like anthony is also tony oh okay. um, new york new york <laughs> he was looking for the setup he uh, was waiting for it he baited it you said uh, <laughs> <laughs> juicy you're the one that told me about that bro. you can't be mad at me uh nice. <laughs> salty not mad salty and mad are two different things all right <laughs> capiche Oh, uh, no, I love you guys. Uh, what are we even talking about? We were talking about your name. Your honest name, T. T. The T. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, honestly, it's nothing, bro. It's a name. I think people get caught up in their name way too much. I'll say that. Um, I don't think so. I think that, your name. yeah, your name's a big part of everything. I mean, so, like, God, the, the, God where, changed where, Saul's name, you know what I'm saying? That's how sure, big sure, of a part sure. of it. They um, as Boston, which... Because people start calling me Boston, I'm like, all right, I'll be Boston. And then sure enough, <laughs> Big Bean, which represents not only Boston, but Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. It, it, it transformed throughout the years of me making music. Like, I didn't even choose it. People just start calling me it. 
right that. and that's definitely not that's part of why i'm saying like honesty is like whatever it's kind of forced i just tried to oh, come up with the name um, that's a fly, ah, that's a it's whatever. It's also a freaking tea that you can buy in stores, you know. Yeah, ah. but no, it, it, the way you the way you spelled it out, even the the imagery how it's spelled, it's really like it catches you, it drives yeah. you. I mean, I honestly, I I love it. Like honestly, honesty, like dude, I love that shit. I don't, I really like it a lot, dude. It's it really. It I gotta be to honest, you. B. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet, like tea. Hmm. Oh, I love that yeah. some brewed honesty, dude. <laughs> you can oh, get it at Walmart, bro. Make a shirt like that. Hey, you want some sweet or fresh brewed honesty? That's you can, right. You could probably get it with on you Google do, with right you now. you doing the the Kermit the Crab sip in a teacup or what? <laughs> or Luigi? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't resist. <laughs> he looks like Luigi a little bit. No, no, no oh, he too juicy. Bro, oh. you know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. I think your name is awesome, bro. Like, I love the, like, I love the meaning behind it, dude. And then when you speak and you rap, it's honesty, dude. I like your like, name you can more hear than the story, bro. <laughs> 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 Freaking bean. Oh, bean. I like your raps more than your face. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, well, dude, we love you, bro. Thanks for. Uh, yeah, dude. Part of the, the thanks squad, yeah, thanks so much for trying. sharing, man. It was an awesome testimony, dude. Um, So amazing. It feels like I said it before. It feels like I know you forever. It almost feels like I, I almost knew your story. It's kind of crazy. But um, right, I can right. I can relate, man. And thank you so much, man. It was, it was awesome. Uh, you know, you, you uh, letting it out, baby. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Choo choo. Cheer. Play that, Jay. So let's uh let's yeah let's play something in here. Uh, let's go ahead and play something. In this, uh, in here. Yeah, I need some music in my and, life, and then I'm gonna go the, be a husband. You gotta have it pretty in the background, man. No, I, I, I'm. Oh, um, I met you, ho. Come on, ho, Sophie. You can't stream Ableton, bros. It's me, real quick, bro. It takes you two seconds. Well, bro, you. It's just gonna. And lay, make sure you label every verse. I'm just gonna say <laughs> oh. it's gonna. It's gonna you make you look bad because I haven't lined yeah. you up yet. Ooh. Oh. That takes a lot of work. Listen, he haven't cut your hair yet. <laughs> he hasn't bro. cut your hair in line yet, buddy. All right, boys, if, if you get what you ask for. It'll so, probably be on. like October by the time we line up beans first. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Should I bring my clippers over there, bro, on my kit? You want me to bring my kit, don't you? Okay, no, we can go get a haircut out here, bro. That's fine. That's what I'm talking about. See? See, I told you, I got my guy out there, man. He'll hook you up. We'll get a haircut out here. When are you going to Cali, Sarge? I'm leaving uh, next week. Oh, shit. Yes, I am. When are you leaving? You talk about all the important stuff when you guys make me mix for two uh, seconds. I'm leaving. Don't need I'm, leave, I'm leaving next week to <gasps> California. Wow, dude. Looks like, looks like your verse just accidentally went out of key. It did. It got deleted, yeah. <laughs> oh, we deleted it. 
<laughs> All right. It's already in the spirit realm. So, boom. That's right. Completed in Christ. <laughs> that's some woo woo. Some, it's some exporting right now, dude. It's not, it doesn't have the shine on everything. So, I mean, oh, look at so, this. I guy. mean, you get what you ask for. I have, I, who's this who, new guy? This coach. New guy. What up, coach? Hey, nice. guy. That's Polaris who left who's the other this guy? day. He's a fuck. What's up, guys? Oh, he left. Yeah, remember What's up, he, man? Who's this guy that left Tramp. the party? Hey, buddy. That was hey, LC. Now he's on Coach's uh, name. He's uh, stealing his name. Stealing another man's shoes. Mike, what are you doing over there? <laughs> Mike, this is Honest T over here, the, the dude that looks just like Anthony Tortorello. And then we got... Uh, he actually knows him too. You kind of do look like him a little bit. Yeah, he already says oh, it. You're he, right he, in he our podcast, huh, buddy? <laughs> uh, and then we you got call that a podcast. James <laughs> Pe Penguin, James Mill. That's uh, the they're from Arizona. They're like freaking. I love neighbors. penguins. What's up, man? Penguins are tight, dude. So Mike, freaking hell, tight. Solution from Chicago. This is solution from Chicago, nice right here. Man. I'm, I'm, left, I'm looking at you. I got my stuff on the monitor. Oh, he he wanted to be technical. He's not from. He's not from Chicago. He's from Bartlett. He's from Bartlett. Stupid. You rap too, homie. Oh yeah, he's got bro, that God album, bro. The yeah, problem solver. Go, yeah. go check out that problem solver album. It is awesome. That bro, awesome. I'll share it. Yep. I'll share it right lead. now. I'm gonna share yep. it right now. On the, I'll send you. Yeah, you're gonna send it right now. Some right of us don't even know. Uh, share quite, it right here. Well, I, I wish I, I wish I didn't for a freaking. I'm weeks, sharing bro. it. Let the man talk, Bean. Let the man talk. <laughs> I wish I didn't. Uh, I I learned my lesson going forward with the hooks because I feel like hooks can oversaturate a song if you do it too much. So I feel like that's the only downfall of, of my oh, album. My that's a, that's, that's wow. They're great. That uh, sounds like a little bit of blasphemy to me. Was... No, no, it's this is the truth. I'm not. I'm not saying it's bad. As it's like when you, you critic of his own music, you know, yeah. and he's talking malarkey because he's all in his head about it. Critical about our own malarkey stuff. all the time. Always. Always. That's why Jamie was like, "Oh, I can't send this right now. It has all the nicks and crannies." <laughs> like he says, "Oh, as the producer, uh, send out the poopy track." I'm like, "Yeah, it's dude, it's way the one thing that I different. Where you got to deal with bean stems? Yeah, it's way, way different." different. Oh, He's like, "Hey, just guess where I go in, and then come out and and my dubs and my everything, bro. Just guess." I'm Don't like, you have flow, bro? Don't you hear my yeah. flow in your head? Don't you hear it? Don't you know what I was thinking when I wrote this? I was like, oh, yeah. Don't you hear my flow in your head, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm getting I'm getting close. I'm starting to understand Bean's brain right. now and know where he's going with it. I'm listening to the demo. He's like, no, don't you dare play that demo. You better not listen to where it's supposed to go. Just oh, you figure are, it out. You are sounding like poo-poo. What poo -poo happened? Indeed. Yeah, Maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Probably because I, there you go. I shared it right there. I shared it right there. The problem solver. Maybe that's why. I share that problem solver on the on the, on the, uh, on the uh, group message. Okay. Am I still sound bad? Are you on your phone. 
What? Are you on your phone? No, no, I'm on my uh, Surface Pro. Oh, okay. You put some headphones on or something. I'm going to, yeah. Sorry. Do I still sound like garbage or what? No, you, no, you sound great. Producer Magic, I've started to fix the problem. I know where it's at. It's when I'm exporting and I, my computer is trying to link my interface. It's an interface issue with Discord. The problem producer. Sorry guys, I just streamed this on the group. Are you streaming? Oh no, I'm not streaming a song. I'm streaming. Uh, oh, you want me to stream Promise Are you? I already put that on the uh, group chat. Well, we're waiting for this guy to, to stream Walls of Jericho. Oh yeah, let's do. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, it's got like two more seconds until it's done uploading on SoundCloud. That's yeah, perfect. let's 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 play that back though. We gotta play that back. Um, yeah, for sure. Yes, let's play that back one more time. That was amazing, man. I gotta hear that bar for bar. And post that in the in the chat. I'm not done yet. He's not well, done yet. Calm down. Me, We're listening to it right it. now. It's live. Authority sounds out there. Play that trumpet loud for the one who wears the crown. Bring your kingdom now, tearing every stronghold down. And let your grace abound on all those who's feeling bound. Every single knee will bow whenever they hear the sound. Play that trumpet loud for the one who wears the crown. Bring your kingdom now, tearing every stronghold down. And let your grace abound on all those who's feeling bound. Every single knee will bow whenever they hear the sound. I done had a lot of walls to need abolishing Had to release all of my flaws into the Holy King Elohim hung upon the tree, he's really one in three Trinity has paid the fee, now I am truly I was trying to build me up, got had to knock me down Felt like I was soaring on the clouds, was barely off the ground Ooh, I had to really fall, cause I was chasing clout Yeah, I was reaching for the crown, I claimed to worship Ouch, I had to risk the Barely made it out I had to take another route And let go of my doubts I had to circle back around And claim it with my mouth That yes, you were the only way Into the Father's house Hey, some of the children have been in the building They all in their feelings for God to a villain They make independent like seems so appealing But really deep down they need spiritual healing They say that I'm fine and I'm really just chilling But that's the response that I really just kill them They say I don't get it but really I feel them Refuse to obey but one spiritual healing hey. Play that trumpet loud for the one who wears the crown Bring your kingdom now, tearing every stronghold down And let your grace abound on all those who's feeling bound Every single knee will bow whenever they hear the sound Play that trumpet loud for the one who wears the crown. Bring your kingdom now, tearing every stronghold down. And let your grace abound on all those who's feeling bound. Every single knee will bow whenever they hey. Came to break the walls of Jericho. Here to proclaim with the grace of sound. Righteousness made to prevail, you know. Rolling with a bunch of the winners now though we ain't worthy we singing loud hearing these praises come from my mouth you're wondering how do we do that whoa i gotta get from the holy ghost not much to say except hallelujah sense to direct you to hope and truth i'm speaking peace while i'm in the booth i got the reaper all in the loop don't get it twisted don't be confused just here to show you who lit the fuse go ahead and play that trumpet for him he took a crown that was full of thorns now we jump back with the evidence spitting out facts call it relevance show him exactly what heaven is all of my homies got rhetoric 
Rose from the dead like we Lazarus Now we disciples and killing the track again Got us on a whole nother level Fishing for souls and we reeling them back to him I done had a lot of walls that need to polish it Had to release all of my flaws into the Holy King Elohim hung up on the tree He's really one in three Trinity has paid the fee Now I have truly been redeemed Play that trumpet loud for the one who wears the crown Bring your kingdom now, tearing every stronghold down And let your grace abound on all those who's feeling bound Every single knee will bow whenever they hear the sound Play that trumpet loud for the one who wears the crown Bring your kingdom now, tearing every stronghold down And let your grace abound on all those who's feeling bound Every single knee will bow whenever they hear the sound I like that 808 at the very end, that bond, the out, that outro 808, dude. Yeah, that was Coming flawless. That was flawless, man. Honestly, amazing. Good job, bro. It's not flawless yet. Not flawlessly at the, you know, the. Uh, I hear. I hear. I'm gonna work on some multi-band yeah. dynamics on Bean's voice to give it some more juice. Um. I'm also going to bring those hooks up just to scotch, like the actual play of those trumpets loud. I'm going to bring up just a bit, just of everything, um, to give it just a balance a little bit more. But this is all like my, my ears that I'm hearing right now on different platforms. That's why I uploaded to SoundCloud, because that's how it's going to sound on Spotify. So, mm. so I got to make sure my LUFS is all right. They're always all right. I'll make sure before I export it. But I want it to sit right on platforms that have degraded so pull down the quality of my songs our songs you know what i'm saying your guys' songs really but i mean to make sure when i put it out my work is what i'm trying to say that it's right and that no matter what later down the line you won't be like mm, i hear a little bit of this or hear a little bit of that my goal is to have it be like yeah that's good forevermore <laughs> you know what i'm saying amen hmm? amen you get me Aunt? that's why i say it's not yeah, done yet yeah, yeah. He's like, it better be done. I'm done with. I'm done with it not being done, done. with all of you. I'm. I'm done. Bean just walks away all the time. He's like, yo, run that back, and then puts his headphones off and walks away every time. No, I, I heard it, bro. What are you talking about? Gas me up. I got enough diarrhea. Oh man. He said he's. He's got man problems. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't have any diarrhea, bro. What are you talking about? Authority sounds. Authority sounds. There's no I S, bro. Authority sounds. Drop the tons, bro. We should authority. do a authority. <laughs> authority sounds. Drop the trumps. Dude, when are you gonna give me that? Oh, it's LC who needs to give me the desperado. I have been. He said he was gonna have that for me in the morning and. He didn't. He called. He got on the call today and said he had your stuff. He was so supposed like, to say, you say, <sighs> yeah, slacking. Bro, lying to me. Lying to me, dude. Out here telling me one thing and not giving it to me. He got me all excited. I'm over here ready to work on it. But at least, least Bean filled the gap, dude. He gave me something today to work on. So made me feel good about myself. Dang. Hey, I'm going to go uh, start trying to get tired. I got work in the morning. Let's go, Praise brother. God. Yeah, praise God, man. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Love you, guys. Oh, wait. I, I haven't even showed you. Hold on. I need to show you the start of this other beat. Uh, Skyline's going to be pretty sick. It's a classy, it's a classy beat. 
It's got that classy, that classy yeah. jazz. Yeah, you already heard Your it, bro. Your mom got that classy jazz, bro. <laughs> Dang, bro. I'm gonna tell her you said that. She's gonna be Can like, you, well, Aunt, she's gonna be like, well, Aunt didn't. Ooh. Trying to play some COD, bro. Can I finish my mix and then yeah? I got time for you. I know, dude. That's what I'm saying. I feel like God's calling dudes, but they just want to play Call of Duty. <laughs> Is that Heroes for Sale? That was definitely some Minio. Yeah, it was Minio. I know that. Bro, he was like he Rip was like Eminem to me for the Christian realm. Okay, now. Yeah, I agree. It took me a very long time to make it into Christian music, boys. Lecrae, I heard him and I was like, I like him. But the real one who actually brought me into Christian rap was NF. Okay, yeah, which is so funny. Dope. So. NF is super dope. Yeah, NF stuff, I was like, okay. Because like like uh, Ant was saying, dude, I was really into like that heavy tech stuff. Like tech super bars. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, I mean, like. I just or even just that, like, ever. dark, ominous, you know? Yeah, the angelic, like, ominous, dark music, but it was yeah. just, it's clean, you know? I love Chris Calico, because he would always bring up God and stuff, and I was like, dude, why can't anybody do this who's a Christian? You know, I couldn't find it for a long time. Then I started listening to Minio and a couple of people, and I was like, yo, this is sick. But they didn't, some of their stuff just didn't slap the same for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, not, then, not, yeah. not their beats, but their delivery you know what i'm saying mm. and that's in the base, okay. in the base. but that's what yeah. that's why when i hear a lot of your stuff i'm like dang this both of you you remind me of m uh being for real though and even people who i show your music to they're like oh he kind of sounds like eminem i'm like i know isn't it sick and then i know dude and then i know you, you remind me of like tech and stuff with that deep voice and like the fast rap like when you hit those bars i'm like mm, i love that mm. Mm. all right so this is just an eight bar loop for right now oh oh sarge i needed you to tell me if this is french because you speak french right you were saying some yeah. french stuff earlier yeah yeah so i need to know okay is this lady is she speaking french this french oh. toast all right. Yeah, she's speaking French, yeah. This guy. I knew it. What's she saying? Because I don't want her I to say something. I can almost understand a little bit. Some uh, but it's some really some, man, uh, I got to hear it like a few times to get that dialect in really good. Because yeah, she's, she's, she's goes, singing she's it. She switches to English at the very end. Yeah, she's, stretch, she's stretching her tongue, though, like a lot, so... I know it's like to the one I love to the one I love and that's the only thing I'm gonna get from that, but you gotta keep I gotta keep hearing. Did you put that in there? Yeah, I did, of course I did. That's gonna be in one of the eight bars. Uh but this is another one too. So I have her twice in here. So there's another one right here. It's classy as freaking heck. Hold on one second. So here, check it. Say this boba. is the beat. Oh, bro. Bro. Dude. Yes. 
it up with the chicken in the back. Yeah, this is when I went in and I've been doing everything and I even not go in. Just that class, dude. I know the other one. Is the, the other one is like something comes to me. Something about coming. I got. I gotta really. I gotta hear it. See, I gotta hear it again. again. Here, I got a compressor up. I had her like way in the background because I don't want her to be too too oh, high. Right. You know right. What I'm right. Yep. Yep. Later, Aaron. I just wanted to show you that fresh beat yeah. that might be coming your way, bro. Hi, hi. It's almost it almost has some Portuguese I'm French tired. too, but it's French. Yeah. Mm. Sexy. So mm. sexy. It is yeah, sexy. It's, it's very silky and sexy. It's silky. Mm. It's called Skyline. Ooh, mm. I like that. It does. Dude. It almost sounds. Yeah, it does. It almost like has that, that like James that's Bond that, vibe, like that, that super high class jazz yes. like club. That's it's like it's got penthouse. a James Bond vibe for sure. It's got that chick that's all that's like a black dress shit in that tuxedo with a pistol on your. Oh, wait, I'm not going nowhere. I love you, Anthony. God bless you, bro. Have a good night, man. Thank you yeah. so much for that testimony, dude. Uh, you're amazing, bro. Yeah. I love that. You know what I'm saying? You guys you're being amazing. Yourself, you, Blessing in my life. Absolutely. Same here, bro. Same here, bro. We love you, bro. We love you, bro. Talk to you guys probably tomorrow or Tuesday or something. You're in the books. I'll probably be texting you tomorrow. You're to in the you. books. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Peace. Late. Encrypt my name in the book of life. Wrap the wave, surf the slip and slide. Rock the switch, try the different strides. Dropping flames came to liquefy my weight up, my weight up. I've been on my way up.